like my husband keeps being like you've won it three times like why why do you get like worked up about it <laughs> but like it's the same every year you're still like well I still want to win it but yeah just you only as good as your last race G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift, episode 89 and the second for 2024. Today we're previewing the Women's Road Nationals uh, here in Ballarat and we've got Grace Brown from FDJ Suez Futuroscope to to chat with and uh, discuss all things about the road race and the TT particularly uh, in the next few days. Now, Grace... She hasn't won the roadie, but she's been second three times. So Grace and I chat about the you know, the pressures and the challenges of being one of the strongest riders in the race, but having no teammates. And against a team like Jaco Alula, uh, or Liv Jaco as they will be called, um, what do you do when you're the strongest, but there's other teams out there with talented riders too, but they've got more teammates. And Grace, uh, yeah, she does a good job. It just kind of... Um, <laughs> just giving it the feeling of how hard it is uh, on your own at Bunningyong. And then, of course, we talk about the TT. Georgie Howe is really sniffing uh, on that gold medal, and she's having to stay on her toes. And we talk about peaking for nationals, you know, and the balance of not trying to come in too hot because, of course, you've got other goals later in the season that you need to be ready for. Uh, and then, of course, the pressures of being one of the best Australian cyclists uh, and the expectation to win uh, come January and February uh, from the media. So Grace is a such a nice chat. She's a she's a lovely woman and um, an absolute beast on the bicycle. So it was so cool to sit down and talk with her uh, for the first time on TPR. But before we get stuck into this episode, legends, we have a giveaway. Okay, we're giving away a Jaco Alula Pro Rider Kit. So this is. Uh, a skin suit, I believe it's an extra small women's Jaco Alula skin suit issued to a rider who can't say who it is, but we're giving it away to you guys, okay? Now, um, all you have to do to enter is go to the Instagram post for this episode, all right? Go to the Instagram post for this episode and comment anything you like, okay? And I'll pick a random one out of there and we'll send you the kit. And the kit is thanks to our new sponsor, Pro Cycling Kit Sales. Go to their website, right, and have a look at the absolute catalogue of pro team rider-issued kit. Um, Every team's on there. Old teams, new teams, current riders, uh, ex-riders. It's brand new, um, and it's actually affordable too. And there's some seriously rare items. And you can use the code TPR10 um, if you want to buy anything and buy your favourite team or your favourite rider's kit. But anyway, make sure you go to the comments uh, for the Insta posts and, um, you know, points for making me laugh. If you make me laugh, uh, very highly likely uh, you will win the um, Joko kit. We're giving away a Bora kit too, but that'll come later at TDU time. And speaking of TDU, oh my lord, legends, how about the merch? The new Heavy Tees uh, Tour Down Under inspired, thanks to uh, Hello Ramble, now my good friend Annie, who designed those. You guys lapped them up. I think they're all gone. I'm pretty sure there's maybe one small faded navy and maybe two mediums in the women's orchid. So um, if you haven't st- got stuck into them, I think there's three left. 
uh, two in the women's, one in the men's. And um, thanks to everyone who ordered. I should have ordered more because um, you bought them all in about six hours. <laughs> so, um, well, there you go. Thanks, Legends. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see who gets, uh, you know, what signature you'll get on the sleeve and the little space uh, to get your favorite rider signature at TDU or anywhere. I'm very keen to see uh, the signatures pop up in those squares. And um, I have to think who I'll get too. But anyway, legends, it's time to get stuck in this episode, okay? Big thanks to Zwift, big thanks to Bike Racks, of course, and Pro Cycling Kid Sales, our sponsors for the summer season. And I'll see you on the other side. How's your last couple of weeks been? Like, you know, it's like holiday period, but also for Aussie professional cyclists, it's also staying shape, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's been um, it's been full on in every sense of the word. I think. We've got um, half of my husband's family staying um, oh, yeah. from the UK, and. My parents are down as well. We're actually in Mansfield at the moment, so we've got, like, cool. just everyone around um, and it's been pretty constant for yeah. a few weeks. <laughs> I just need to, like, take myself away <laughs> to yeah. have quiet moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's like. Yeah. Um, is, it, is Elliot's family from Glasgow? No, they're oh. from... Um, they're from like the Midlands in England, so between Birmingham and London, sort of like halfway almost. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is it like, do they understand what you do? You know, like your job. Like, do they? Yeah. Get... Um, his dad is like a pretty keen oh. um, cyclist himself. He like runs the local cycling club oh, cool. uh, in their town. So yeah, yeah, he's very proud father-in-law yeah so yeah they, they follow all my racing and stuff so oh yeah. that's weird. yeah official <laughs> fan club yeah exactly yeah okay well um let's talk well actually why don't we start just with this year since we it almost feels like 2024 already which when people are listening it will yeah be. but it kind of feels like yeah. that already. but you're, I was just looking back to remind myself of some of your results middle of the season, and oh, your classics period was good. Oh, consistent, consistent. Yeah, I don't know. I like the bit that I um that like puts a downer on my year in my own head because previous years I had re like really good classic seasons oh, where yeah. I was yeah you know on on the podium multiple times like quite consistently in the top 10 yeah. um whereas uh 2023 I yeah like missed a bit of that consistency I had yeah for various reasons there was like yeah Felt like there were things getting in the way of me um, performing at my best during the spring, which, right. um, yeah, so I sort of finished the spring being like, oh, I didn't really hit the mark, like, yeah, where I wanted to, but yeah. um, 
a lot of the rest of the season made up for that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, being good in the classics always gives you a really good high for, like, the rest of the year. If yeah. you sort of nail that, then it's like, well, yeah, you can sort of head anywhere yeah. in a way. And, yeah, and you've got, like, you can hang your season on that a little bit too, like takes the pressure yeah. off because you've performed yeah. already. Um, and you already started off so well with the TDU and, of course, the the TT. And Yeah. But, you know, like for people listening, for people, everyone's listening, I'm Luke <laughs> 16th, not really. I'm Luke, uh, my cat's listening. Mr. Earl <laughs> sitting there. Actually, he's asleep. He's not even listening. Oh, um, no. I'm Maybe Luke he'll 16th. listen to the replay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When he goes to sleep, I just put my earbuds like in his ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Luke 16th, Strata 15th, RVV 24th, Rubay 13th, Amstel 6th. Um, that's a pretty good run, but I know your yeah. your bar is higher. And but also, you know, when you were having such a good run in those events uh, previously, and that was when we had like no coverage. It was just the one fixed camera yeah. um, over the finish line. I remember one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely the one watching. Um, but oh. the level underneath Grace has has risen quite a bit. So like, yeah, you know. Uh, sniffing around that top 10 in, in the biggest races now there's a real there's such a bigger pool of riders who can occupy that now who you're now battling against yeah definitely is... oh, i've noticed a massive difference and yeah the last well even just the last two years yeah like the difficulty to you know perform in the finals um it's like a bigger group is getting further into the races and yes. It used to be like, oh, last 50Ks of a classic, like we'd be, you know, it'd be the selection already. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, okay, now we're getting tactical in the last 50Ks. But now it's like you get to 50Ks, go and you're like, how is everyone still here? Like seriously, just go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you just, yeah, you have to be like really exceptional to be, um winning the races now um or just like you know taking more risky like opportunities um yeah sort of throwing throwing the kitchen sink out a bit but yeah yeah <laughs> that's it's it's a double-edged sword it is like it's great for the sport but also it's yeah like, it's like <laughs> it makes it so I, harder i sort of liked how it was before yeah. um <laughs> yeah um, it is good. <laughs> of those, of the classics, which one do you like racing the most? Or what's your favourite to race? Um, well, in the past, I would have said Flanders. Yep. Um, yeah, I like love that race. But the last two years, particularly this season, um, the Koppenberg, I know it's a bit controversial, but like the whole peloton walked up there far four riders yeah and then there was sort of race over okay. for for most people um and yeah i mean it put a bit of a dampener on it for me uh <laughs> it wasn't so fun in the end yeah. so and it, like i realized you know you have like you have to be you know top wheels coming into that um and that's the responsibility of the riders but um yeah, it's bloody hard to do. So, um, yeah, it may not be my favourite anymore. 
Mm. Um, I love like Roubaix scares the crap out of me. That is also just like a spectacle. Insanely, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it's just like you going in for battle. Um, yeah, probably. yeah. So, I think, yeah. I think Roubaix like would be my pick of races to win if. Yeah, it's I got such got good the opportunity. Yeah, well, it's got such good theatre to it, doesn't it? Like the whole, yeah. like you said, it is like going into battle because the riders, you're, you're filthy, whether you're last or first. You're absolutely yeah. destroyed, battered, yeah. your hands are bleeding. Like, And then the, the they just build that, the velodrome sort of lap gives it that nice crescendo way. Like it, it's, yeah. it's special. Yeah. And like you just have to be a really tough rider. Yeah. So like, yeah. Remember Lizzie's well hands when she won that yeah. edition? Her hands were like cooked, but it was a cool. There was a photo of it. I remember. I'm not sure who took it, but like it showed her hands just sort of gripping the bars or holding the bike afterwards. Yeah. It was like you and could like see blood. the blisters, but you could also see the painted nails. It was yeah. a really cool, like yeah, just a yeah, good contrast. contrast. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we got the summer coming up. Thank the Lord. And um, we're all excited. I'm yep. excited, Grace. And I was looking back and I didn't realise, I want to say the stat to you, you probably already know it, but I didn't realise that in the roadie, you've been second three times in a row. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, just rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but two in a row ITT champ. So, you know, yeah. and that's, you know, power is power for, for the reigning, going for three time. But yeah. for the roadie, often you're on your own, and um, that makes it harder. But I wonder, do you think it would be easier with another teammate, or is it in some ways okay being solo because there's not as much, I don't know, onus to chase? Yeah, it's a bit um, – it depends on, like, the how the other riders in the race are taking it, like, Last year was particularly bad on my own because no one else in the race was taking yeah. responsibility. So, yeah, especially in the last part of the race, like yeah, last two, I was I was just doing all the work yeah. um, because I was like, well, I don't really have a choice. You got a choice, yeah. Like, yeah, either I let these riders go up the road or I chase them down and then we, we're back to square one and there's still the chance to win. Yeah. But um <laughs> yeah. you did so much work to those last yeah. two laps, those three laps, yeah. you were just killing Bun and Yong, like no one giving you anything. <laughs> yeah, and then Brody went, I think, on the last time up, um, Bunny Yong, and I was like, like she she didn't do like a crazy heart attack or anything. I was like, I'm just gonna like drop the wheel. And then I was like, nah, that was a bad idea. Yep, oh. she's gone. <laughs> Yeah, it's so um, hard to like. Yeah, it's yeah. Like if I if I've ridden that back, then Spratty would have attacked and she would have won. It's like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe another teammate would be useful. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> just like the one toing. Um, yeah. Unless you know you're in insane form. Yeah. Then, yeah. But you never know. You never know until you're out there 
That's true. That's true. Uh, we were, I was talking with um, Jimmy Whelan a couple of days ago. We we're doing the talking about the men's race, and yeah, and Plappy said this before. He often says the you know the last laps really the money lap in the men's race, and and it's all about fueling, eating, staying cool, particularly if it's a hot yeah. day. Um, you know, and the hill gets quite hot um, later in the day. Maybe not as hot for the women because she goes. Oh, it depends earlier, on the timing. Yeah, because yeah, it's earlier again this year. Or next yeah this year um but for the women's race what do you think is there a def- is there like a defining lap is there a period where maybe the women who are going to be in the final usually need to focus on and was a bit random um i think it it just builds over the race like the first couple of laps aren't particularly hard yeah. there'll be um yeah there'll be a break go usually you know so we sort of let it yeah maybe let it go depending on the composition yeah and then it just builds and builds and each each climb sort of gets harder and harder like there's riders that are you know the top riders are sort of waiting for the last yeah two two or three laps to spend their money yep um so yeah it it gets hard in the last laps but it's not I, I don't think it's quite as like chill as the men's race in the start because it's not as long. It's not as long. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. And it's it's not as um like the early break can win in the women's race, depending on Where's you know, it? if yeah. if like the big teams have people in yeah the breakaway and they're happy with it and they're strong enough to like ride a whole race out front, then they can yeah. win if the gap gets big enough because yeah, for the us solo riders, like once yeah. it gets to a certain point, like yeah. you you can't bring it back. It's out of your hands your too, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, yep. If it's like an early move, I mean big teams obviously Jaco, Alula, they are the big, big team. And then maybe Trek with a couple of yeah. riders. But yeah, if you get a move with like uh Loretta goes in there again, maybe yeah. there's uh Georgia goes in mine, or maybe Georgia probably couldn't go, but someone else, maybe Georgie. Yeah. Um yeah. and then you get oh, I don't know, Lizzie Stannard, some some of those other riders who are proper horses. That's yeah. what can be like, difficult. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When you get like a few a few strong riders out there, then Yeah. Yeah, but at that stage of the race, like you don't really want to, um, yeah, get on the front and chase them down. <laughs> so you That's have nice. to, you have to let something go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, go this race for what is yeah. what is it? Is it eleven laps for? Oh, I forgot to check. Sorry, you gone frozen. Uh, I feel like it's nine. Nine. Nine sounds more like it. I'm a bit. Yeah. Nine sounds more like it. Um, Yes, well, what do you think of the circuit? Because it's the last year for a while that it'll be in uh, Bunyong. Do you think the circuit offers, um, I don't know, do you like it as a race course? Uh, Yeah, I personally liked Bunyong. I mean, I think, yeah, being on the podium there most years, it's, suits me <laughs> um <laughs> but <laughs> i can understand that um some other riders might 
not love it so much. Yeah. Although I've heard whispers that maybe they might move to Wollongong, mm. which in my opinion is like even less desirable for sprinters. Definitely. Maybe. Yeah. If it's like a similar course to the world's course, then you would have thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. That was um not an easy course. <laughs> no, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I the so the I've heard we'll go also put in a decent bid for it, but from what I know, it's coming to WA for the next two years. Oh, really? I, yeah, that's what I that's what I've heard. I've heard it from many people now, but there was one person who said it to me. Uh, that I would that I would trust, but we'll find out probably on after the men's maybe the final day, because oh really? They're... Yeah, they'll announce yeah. it during nationals because it's already been decided. But um, yeah, yeah, right. Wollongong, yeah, if they would. I'd imagine they'd use the same course or very similar I... circus, city circuit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what other options they would have there to be honest, because like a lot of the other roads around Wollongong are just like really busy. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we all know it. Yeah. <laughs> we all rode. Whenever <laughs> I went to Wollongong, <laughs> rode on some of those roads. Oh, I felt like it was a, a cold yeah. trip to get us. Eh? <laughs> I think... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I asked Ellen Van Dyke. I asked her, "Oh, so what do you think of Australia or Wollongong?" She's like, "Oh." Don't really like it. It's scary. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah it's not like it, it's not really a cycling destination. I don't think, unless you're just going up and down Mount Kira. Yeah, true. Yeah, Mount Kira. Yeah, look at if anyone lives in Wollongong, well, people do. I've got one of my stickers up there, and you can take a photo with it. And if you do take a photo with it and send it to me, I'll send a bottle, a TPR bottle. So. Go do that. Um, oh, by the way, Grace, check this out. So I got some shirts made up for TDU, right? Oh. So do they say obviously the logo here? But on yep. the back, and you guys can't see this until I put it up. It would be reversed. But on the back, can you guess what this is? You'll need to like go a bit further away from the camera. Well, it's a map of South Australia. It is. On a bit of toast. The map oh, part is toast. Vegemite. Like Vegemite. Oh, so, a novel idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. So look out for those, everyone. We've got T-shirts. Um, now, ITT, you're two-time champion, but you've got some competition coming at you. Georgie's yeah. getting close. It's all about the Gs, isn't it? And I guess Georgia too. Yeah, and uh, Giganti. Oh, yes. Yes. Because uh, it is in really some cool. red hot form, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I've seen. So, yeah, the Gs are out in force. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ballarat advertiser, front page. All the Gs. All the Gs. But, yeah. So, I think... now that you've got. Yeah, you know, I mean, you always have, I guess, after with nice competition, as we were speaking of, a bit more informed, Georgia will be a bit more shaped too. And, of course, Sarah's back. 
and Georgie was so close last year, like 20 seconds or so. Are you just keep training same as? Are you tweaking anything, trying anything different, or are you just just going to back your process? You know what works for you. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit hard at this time of year because you know you're preparing for the season as a whole, um, and then yeah, trying to layer in the time trial stuff. So it's hard for me to do like quite the same amount of specific preparation as I would for like world championships um, and, and races like that. And yeah, not quite, you know, if you're at your top, top form in the first week of January, then um, the rest of the season's a bit of a, uh, you're sort of just dragging yourself through. (laughs) So, So yeah, to be honest, like, Probably nationals time trial is one of the most uncomfortable time trials I do all year because, like, I'm not quite at that same level as other points in the season when I do um, time trials, especially of that length, like yeah, yeah. 40 minutes max. Um it's like really early in the year to be doing an effort like that. Um, and yeah, I definitely get probably like more, like more of a sense of dread about nationals than yeah. even worlds, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't like, I don't know, I guess just cause like, you know, all just the Australian. Um, There's a big focus on it. Yeah, there's Funny a focus on it and, like, <laughs> yeah, and, like, when being, like, the reigning champion then there's, like, sort of, you know, the expectation yeah, for yeah. you to win. And then if if someone else wins, it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it, it's only it's, it, for the external, it's disappointing unless you win, and that's so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I don't win, it's like, oh, well, what happened? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know, like, my husband keeps being like, you've won it three times. Like, why Why do you get, like, worked up about it? <laughs> but, like, it's the same every year. You're still like, well, I still want to win it. But, yeah. yeah, just you're only as good as your last race. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I said that on a recent game of cards that I was playing. This is just yeah. one of those card games. Coup or coop, well, it's spelled coop, but it's called coop. Very good, oh, game. Yeah. but you are only as good according to the media, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hard anyway. with a bigger, you know, it's one of those another double edged sword with the level rising and the coverage improving. There's more eyes on it, more punters like just writing stupid articles or putting more oh, go easy, yeah. No, but there's, <laughs> there's some silly articles sometimes, um, yeah. But, Yes, I understand the pressures. Um, has anything changed with FDJ's kit? Have you got any new, I don't know, new sponsors of wheels or or helmets or shoes, sunnies, anything like that? No, we're basically, yeah, we had a few new sponsors come on um, throughout last year. Yeah. But uh, in the new year, it's all the same. Oh, that's cool. Our, our kit's like, yeah, changed only slightly. That's good. Um, 
So, yeah, you'll be able to recognize me. Yeah. You probably won't even notice the difference um, with the kit, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, it's I a really... nice kit, so I'm happy. Yeah, well, I, I, the FGJ kit's really nice. I think it's great. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. nice when it doesn't change so much for all teams because then, yeah, it's more, it just, it keeps more, I don't know, the, the brand stays the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you um yeah, you don't have that like adjustment period when you it's like bad enough at the start of the year when people have swapped teams and you're like, Oh yeah, you're on that team now and then you know, all the kits are different. Like, like but is is there any riders that you have that right now? Like you might have seen on Instagram or something, you're like, Oh, I forgot that rider's on a new team. Because for me, it's Caleb. I just completely forget. Oh yeah, true. Um Oh, no one comes to mind exactly, but yeah, it's probably because I've forgotten that they've changed teams already. And then when I see them in the peloton, I'll be like, huh, yep. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, um, oh, by the way, where do you keep your, um, your, do you have like a, do you have anywhere that you put your trophies and stuff? Medals? (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, We've just moved house in Melbourne and, um, yeah, got a bit of extra space. So we have a spare bedroom that uh, Elliot has set up as my trophy room. Nice. <laughs> so I've got, yeah, a shelf with, like, yeah, all my random paraphernalia. Yeah. Um, that's quite that's nice. But, yeah, when people come and stay, it's sort of just, like, like thing hanging over them all my all my trophies and stuff it's a little bit I don't know if it's like a bit intimidating when you're in the shrine when room. you're a guest and you're in the shrine room <laughs> candles yeah <laughs> oh yeah. that's good I'm sure there's someone out there maybe in your um in the UK fan club that's just 3d printed a grace with the kid on you oh. can get that mannequin you never know yeah maybe that I haven't Damn. yet seen seen anything like that, but um, <laughs> yeah. If if uh, someone does have a three D printed mannequin of me, then I would like to see a photo. So you heard it, <laughs> the UK third biggest audience. So make sure you send in the mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the, what's uh, okay? Yeah, what's what medal are you most proud of? What result are you most proud of? Oh, um, that's a hard one. Yeah, I think can... yeah, both my silver medals in in the world champs time trial. Yeah, like they were different um, different experiences. I think like the medal in Wollongong. I think I, I surprised myself with how close I was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this year in Glasgow, uh, yeah, it was a hard, it was a harder ride, I would say. Like, um, but then also just like pain, painful being five point five seconds off. Because I had, you know, yeah, once once you get a silver medal once, you yeah. 
then have the belief like, well, I can't, I can win this if, you know, I do all the right work and, you know, it all comes together on the day. It's possible. Um, So then you aim for that and, you know, it fell a bit short, but still, yeah, it was pretty, pretty epic. So I think those two are my proudest medals. Yeah. Um, Also, I have really fond memories of um, 2020 Liège, Baston Liège, um, which was like a breakout ride Mm. for me um, when I came second there chasing down Lizzie Dynan. You were second solo though, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So um, she sort of attacked earlier on uh, Lara Du and I didn't go with her Um, and then I attacked on um, La Roche for Hans and was closing in on she had two minutes or something and I closed down to like nine seconds on her Um, and yeah it was just like one of those epic races where you're just watching yourself in third person being like I don't even know how you're doing this. Whoa. <laughs> but, Whoa. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was like a surreal um, experience. Yeah. Mm. That was cool. That's a good memory. I think I remember watching that one. I'm pretty, was that, was Anamique with you at the Lara Dute as well? No. Because um, it was, it was like an earlier breakaway that um, my team had actually missed. And I had to bridge across to the breakaway. Yeah. Uh, we yeah originally we we were meant to be riding for Anamique, but she crashed in the Giro and like wasn't feeling very good. So this was the year that everything was back to front and the spring was in. Oh yeah. Autumn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it was like the Giro into, um, straight into the Ardennes. <laughs> Which was, was like okay. wild, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, she she wasn't feeling good, so I was like, okay, Grace, you need to bridge over to this breakaway, and I bridged over, and then, yeah, ended yeah. up being like, I feel like I'm one of the strongest people here. Oh <laughs> and, um, Can't relate. Yeah, didn't quite have the confidence to go with Lizzie Dynan when she first went. Yeah, which was a mistake. Um, but then, yeah, just it's still, yeah, one of my favourite memories of a race. Yeah, that's epic. I mm. think this year's, or last year's, when people are listening, uh, World CT was like a big, it felt like a reminder of like, you know, like you said, it, it, things didn't click at the middle of the year for you, but yeah, came back and you said, fucking have a look at this. Yeah, still here. That's what it felt like to me watching. Yeah, especially like because it was after the Tour de France, and I didn't have a particularly good Tour de France, and everyone was like, "Oh, you're not going to be very good for Worlds." Um, Yeah, and then it was just like, "No, I can like I can do a time trial." Like, yeah, this is my bread and butter. Like, yeah, yeah, you bring it all together, and it's okay. Yeah, Yeah. three times here. Yeah, read the papers. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's good. I was really happy to see that result. It was really good to see. Yeah, thanks. Um, finally, um, 
Olympics next year, which is kind of cool. And, you know, the selections and stuff don't happen, pending results and that sort of stuff. But, I mean, you went yeah. to Tokyo, which is pretty cool. And I'm going to Tokyo yeah. in February. And I wondered, did you, did you, were you able to see any sites after Tokyo? No, we were shipped out because it was the COVID, oh, you know, still real marred by COVID. Um, that's right. It was very strict. We couldn't really go anywhere other than the hotels um, and the circuit for training. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah and that we were shipped out like 48 hours after our last event. Strange um, experience. Yep. So I saw Mount Fuji. <laughs> oh, nice, did you? <laughs> well, it was in the background oh, of, of the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have that you... was the only site. But I've been uh, I've been to Japan um, before, so yeah. I have seen parts of... Um... Recommendations? Oh, what time of year are you going? It's cold. In February. Yeah, February. February, March. skiing. Yeah. Yeah, I just recommend going, going to basically any ski resort in Japan is awesome. Mm. I've skied at... Um, Uh, this is stretching my memory now because it was like a long time ago. I haven't skied for many years because of cycling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was like Hokuba one or something. Okay. Yeah. Right in there. um, It was good. Sounds like my shoes. Uh, Cool. That's good to know. Yeah, but um, powder is insane in Japan. So good. It's all you hear about, eh? Yeah. Uh, and last one, Grace. Uh, where's your favourite place to travel? When the season's done, you finally got some time just to hang out. You know, you, you and Elliot go you know, do things with family. Um, where yeah. do you like to go? After the season, I just want to come back to Australia and like, yeah, be at home, um, not get on aeroplanes. So, yeah, anywhere like within reach of melbourne um yeah like the high we have a place up in mansfield which i love to come to um near mount buller oh cool and yeah like pretty much the victorian high country or like yeah yeah, anywhere within reach of by car from melbourne um is good or just yeah being at home in melbourne is also feels like a holiday for me Mm. so yeah, okay. like to settle down a bit at the end of the year. Oh, well, not really settle down, but like move around less. <laughs> yes, stay in one place. And one second, just yep. to that, one second. I just had to change my hat to finish up my ride high country hat. Ah, very See? good. There I almost, you go. I almost on wore brand. it. Yep, <laughs> on brand. I love the high country. That was yep. my second home. Not really, but it will be once eventually. Um, once you get out of Perth, yeah. Well, <laughs> Perth is you love Perth, it's so far away, isn't it? Yeah, it's so far. Australia away. is far enough away as it is, let alone being yeah. in Perth. Yeah, have you seen how big Australia is on the world map when it's yep. not round? You've seen that, yeah. If you like put it next to Europe, yeah, you're like, we're huge, yeah. we're massive, it's just land. Yeah. Should be called, yep. yeah, just should be called land. Big capital, land. scribbled letters with a sharp. The, 
the southern land <laughs> great southern land. <laughs> well i actually found a cool website that you can see in fact nino Scherter told me about this website where you can get your country and you can put it in other countries and you can see um, how many you can fit into like your country or how big it is or you know how many yep. lithuanias fit into i don't know tassie <laughs> yeah. I don't know. sounds like a yeah productive way to spend your time off season for nino yeah <laughs> he's on the internet he's on the web yeah, yeah. okay grace very nice to talk to you again and yeah. All uh, right. pleasure yeah thank you and uh i'll see you in ballarat see you then okay Legends, that's another episode of the Press Room Podcast done and dusted. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this one and also Jimmy Whelan's men's race preview as well. And uh, hey, if you're listening now, you're an OG fan, right? Monday the 15th in Adelaide at Tour Down Under. Put that one in the calendar. Monday morning the 15th, that's going to be our Zwift slash TPR group ride. Um, nice little chilled loop. And then we'll be doing coffee and some giveaways uh, back when we roll back into town for the brew shop. So uh, more details will come out soon about that. But just make sure you put it in the calendar because I know if you're listening now, you're one of the big, big, big fans. And um, yeah, legends. We'll have some more episodes coming out at the end of Road Nationals and then into TDU. Thanks again. And I'll see you on the next one.